Welcome to the season five finale of The Bunt, the number one podcast in the universe, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding. I bet if I think about it real hard, I could remember my first parents. Vans. Mama said they'd take me anywhere. You know it's Vans. All I want Santa Claus is two fat bitches in a bag of weed and two bags of chips to give it to, to, to the fat bitches. Man, it's the holiday season. Everyone's doing that last-minute Christmas shopping. It's tough out there in the streets. Me and the ghosts are struggling ourselves. But this year, Vans is making it easy for you. Give the gift of a pro shoe to your loved ones. Ghosts, break it down for the people. There ain't nothing better than turning yourself pro for the holidays. <laughs> head over to vans.ca, head over to the custom section, and you know you can make your own old school era and skate high. And even better, you can add a custom photo to the classic slip-on and authentics. Donald, tell the people about your pro shoe, B. Man, the beauty of Vans Customs brings your dream to a reality. I've waited my whole life for a pro shoe. And finally now, thanks to Vans Customs, we will be unveiling the D4. It is going to look a lot like the Vans Authentic Pro. And that is exactly what I want. That's some real shit, my dude. We're going to be looking fly in these TDOT streets with these fucking pro shoes, you dig? Head over to Vans.ca and give the gift of customs. Vans, baby. Off the wall since 1960, motherfucking six, y'all. Drop this shit. And now, live from Studio E, The Bunt with Safer and Donovan. All right, bruv. It's a sad day inside Studio E. It's the season five finale, and there's only one silver lining, is that when we come back for season six, y'all ain't going to have to hear a damn thing about our fantasy football teams, because it's going to be over by then. Bruv, it might be over for both of us. Week one in the playoffs. I'm in a heated battle. It's not looking good. Lev Bell, it's all on your shoulders, my dude. I need 30 or 40 points. We're both sad. It's Sunday, you know what I'm saying? Football ritual. And we're both getting clapped up. So we'll try and uh, lift our spirits and think about skateboarding. Let's just think about something other than football. You know what I'm saying? Hey, my man. Speaking of skateboarding, Sodi was announced. It was the big man, Jamie Foy, who took it home. I heard I was a close second in votes. <laughs> but I hey, I ain't even mad, man, because if anyone should be mad, it should be Tiago. Real shit. So we doing this one for Tiago, man. And everyone else who didn't win Sodi. That shit don't even matter anyways. Yeah, Tiago, you know you had our, our vote. I think a lot of people around the world might feel like you got ripped off. But, you know, I guess you got to give it to Jamie Foy. You got to. He does do some insane stuff on a skateboard and especially on them huge rails. But Tiago's doing shit we've never seen before. That's you what I'm saying. saying. And he's popping higher than we've ever seen before. I think you got robbed. You're only 27, though. You got time. Hopefully, you got... Hopefully, got year. more video parts. That's the question. The man put out three mind-melting video parts this year. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we, you know, we love Thrasher, but sometimes, you know what I'm saying, Skater of the Year goes to the wrong person. Hey, man, sometimes 
the wrong decision gets made and it looks like it may have happened this year because we we personally want Tiago to get it but like you said shouts out to Jamie Foy congrats this is the bunt I'm D Jones he's the ghost as always Ants one behind the scenes Ants man it's the end of season five haul at us real quick yeah and say what up to the people B what up what up we've done another season already shit man time been fucking going so quick these days when this weather hits i'm always like what did i do all summer like what but yo honestly i can't wait for the next one shout out to everybody supporting everybody who went to go grab the bunt merch if you haven't got a chance yet go check that out man my personal favorite is the global handshake long sleeve rocking that shit right now actually Oh man, thank goodness I don't have to hear any more fantasy talk, man. Like, I can't even imagine what it's like for somebody who doesn't enjoy football, let alone knows what the fuck a fantasy team is. Like, I'm sorry we had to put you guys through that, you know? But hey, when you're in the middle of a fantasy fucking heated season, shit gets hectic, man. And yo, it's almost like all you can think about. So, hey, forgive us, but you know what? Season six gonna have none of that, so don't y'all worry. But one thing I will say about fantasy this year, yo Phil, fuck these bandwagoners, B. Do us all a favor and take that shit home real quick. Hey yo, season five, it's been a barn burner. Let's get into this last interview. Merry fucking Christmas, motherfuckers. It's a cool thing, still. So Ghost, what we got popping for the season five finale, my man? You know we got some big things guaning for the season five ender. <laughs> None other than Alex Olsen, Mr. Sexy Cool Guy himself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Holding it down. Not afraid to speak his mind. Got a lot of respect for him. It was nice to talk to the homie for a little bit. Absolutely. And then as always, after the interview, heading into the post office, answering y'all's questions for the last time in 2017. And then one more rundown, baby. Hit us on Instagram at the Bun Live. We got a, a fun off-season contest coming up, so make sure you follow. Stay tuned for that. Hit us on Facebook at the Bun and shoot us your emails to thebuntlive at gmail.com. Or you can always head over to the website, thebuntlive.com. Still. Just because the podcast ain't coming for the next little bit, we will still be updating the website, keeping them interviews coming. Right now, we got the Kazaa legend, Colin Passy, up on the website. Y'all need to check that out because you've definitely seen his sponsor me before. Viral thing. The originator of viral. Alex Olsen's been in the game for a hot minute these days. He's an entrepreneur doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? 917, shout out. Doing it for Nike, shout out. And just holding it down as a fucking sexy legend in New York. What more is there to say? It's an honor to have the male model slash pro skater in the building. So let's get into the interview. But before we do that, it's the holiday season, you know. We're going to be cracking them steam whistles left, right, and center. So say, hit the fridge, baby. I got you. Two steamies coming right up. Canada's premium pilsner. The only buzz. Speaking of a buzz, y'all know we do this for the people. It's been a minute since we threw our last party, and we wrapping up just in time to get the holiday season cracking. So we throw in a party again. It's down at City Pool, December 15th, this Friday. Sponsored by Steam Whistle. If you in Toronto, we hope to see y'all there. 
be there or be square 1307 dundas street west you already know what it is come through anytime after 10 p.m we'll be in the building come play some pool with your boys share some steam whistles with your boys it's gonna be a fun ass season five rap party slash holiday party yeah dig. i dig baby After some technical difficulties, it's on and popping. Alex, what's up, man? What's going on? Straight chilling over here. Yeah. We start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite skateboard moment and favorite sports moment. Uh, my favorite, I guess, is my first skate moment. Christian Hasoy skating Chicken's Pool. And he was skating and someone was like, Hey, Christian, fucking so-and-so is on the phone. And to go oh, throw it here. And like literally, like dropped in and like caught it. And I was six years old at the time, so that like put it in perspective. And then started skating, doing airs on the phone. Being like, yeah, we're skate, we're having a session, and like, like hold on, and like Smithy, go, I almost ate shit. Hey, come, come here, Wally skating, and I'm not kidding, he's doing like he bla- blasting airs, and like skating, skating, and then blasts an air and throws the phone back at at chicken and like he catches it God and like damn. finishes and run and this is like christian and soy like you know early 90s you know crack christian <laughs> like i've never seen anything like it i don't think i'll ever see something like it that's pretty turnt yo now i have an idea how to inspire the youth when i'm back yo like <laughs> yeah, switch tray on the phone yo it's good yo <laughs> <laughs> my oh and my favorite sports moment you're a sports uh, guy no, not really, but my family is, so it's it's kind of around. Um, my grandfather's from Minnesota, so we're like all Viking pride. When I was listening to the show, I was thinking about when the the Giants beat the New England Patriots. Thank you, <laughs> New England <laughs> pa- Patriots. When uh, whatever, whoever caught the, the the caught the fucking the ball on his helmet. Exactly, David Tyree, man. Thank you, thank you. And broke, they broke their uh, little winning streak, <laughs> which was nice, you know. <laughs> but uh, either that or, I don't know, I remember going to Little League and, or the tryouts and quitting because I didn't, I couldn't bat. I, that's all I wanted to do was hit the ball. I didn't want to like catch or run or throw. I just wanted to <laughs> be a batter. I was over it and I quit at like five years old or something. So. <laughs> So one of those two. One of <laughs> well, those either two, or, sorry. right? Yeah. yeah, you know. <laughs> Pretty similar moments. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's dope. Are you aware the Vikings are killing it this year? I am. I, my father told me. That's what's up. Me and Dono share their backfield these days. You know, he's got Latavius Murray. I've got Jarek McKinnon. Uh, I got the touchdown all, today. Yeah. You're losing them. Congrats. 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 <laughs> Randy Moss is still in, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's having a big right. year. Yeah, exactly. So take us back to the beginning. What was it like growing up in L.A. with a pro skater for a Pops? Well, I didn't grow up with them until I was 10. You know, my parents had me when I was pretty young. My mom was 20. I think my dad was 25. So he wasn't, like, really around. He then 
came into the picture later on, but he was always he was coming through periodically and uh, basically you know I you know I didn't know much about him I didn't really have a male influence so anytime I got to hang out with him I was like super excited and you know he skateboarded so I wanted to skateboard be like my dad you know and then I lived in Santa Monica and around 10 my dad asked my mom if I could move in with him and if he could you know whatever take the responsibility of taking care of me and that's when I started skating, and that's when all the fun started happening, I guess. Oh, shit. No rules with Pops? The rules, but they were very relaxed, you know? They're, you know. He was really chill about that, and I think he was just like, don't be stupid, basically. Like, don't, don't do drugs and, like, be an idiot. But I went to Malibu. I was a new kid at school, Malibu High School, but it was a middle school as well. I didn't know any of the kids, so... It, you know, skating was popular at that point, and it also helped that there was a modern Steve Olsen at the time that was popular. And you're like, oh, my dad's Steve Olsen. I'm like, really? <laughs> I was like, yeah. And I didn't know what they were talking about. And he's like, yeah, he skateboards. He's a pro skater. For shorties? And I didn't know what that was. And I was like, no, I don't know. Because I, I didn't know who he skated for. And they're like, oh, new school Steve Olsen. I was like, oh, okay. And they all, you know, all the kids were like, weren't, like, it wasn't cool then. <laughs> I was like, not cool after it. Like, wow, cool. Oh, really? Beat it. But, uh, yeah, and then, I don't know, I just started skating, making friends, and, I don't know, going after school every Friday, going to the loading dock, trying to kick the pocket. Typical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> instead. I think that's one of the reasons why I stuck at jumping down stuff. You got the fear early from a sack? I was like trying to kickflip off it, but instead it like kickflip like that, and then I just, la- I literally like landed, sat oh. on my board, credit card. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So I was like, fuck that. I mean, I still tried, but yeah, wasn't very good at it. Did you skate with your dad much when you were first starting, or was it kind of like you did it on your own with your buddies? I tried, but he was really like, fuck street skating, you know, that shit, gay, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever, you know, he just was like, yeah, street skaters are what, like, lame, and Christian is always the best street skater there was, da-da-da-da, he could do it all, and he just, I mean, it was still like big pants and, you know, vans and airwalks at that point, right. Mike Carroll and, yeah, yeah, the big blind jeans and stuff, so. I could understand why coming from where he came from to what it was mm-hmm. at that point. For sure. But, uh, no, yeah, I mean, he would take me out skating, but I just, it wasn't relatable like, at that point. Right. He would take me to pools, but I want to see like street skaters or like a, a street contest. But he would go and he would, we would drive from Malibu to the Vans Park in Orange County, which is like an hour and a half almost every other day, which was insane because I don't know why how or why he would do that but we'd just go skate and i think he got more into skating because of me because i was interested in it like a second wind for him on skating yeah yeah kind of he was just like i mean at that point all those dudes hated street skating but that was just because they didn't have any recognition at that point they were just like these old dusty guys (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i think just with everything that came about and like how it is now it's way different but uh at that point it wasn't yeah it was way bigger transition from one type of skating to the next mm-hmm. right no pun intended right 
So tell us about your first big break in skating. First off, I mean, I remember wanting to get sponsored, and I, would, I went to Mickey, Mickey Reyes, and I was like, hey, mm-hmm. like, put me on flow. Let me get on. <laughs> you know, whatever. And I sucked. I like, should have never even gotten bored. But it was at a skater of the year party, and it was that day I, I like bugged him. I'm like, come on, give me some board. Put me on flow. And it was like, a, a, like you know, a, a word that I just learned, flow. So I like, I wanted to be on flow because it meant you have to be as good as Am. Okay. So it's like a little more attainable. But uh, he was his back was turning. He was at the bar, and I guess that whole night people kept coming up to him and stalking him in the arm, like, what up, Nikki? He was like the next. He was he had someone next to him. He's like the next person that stalks me. I'm going to just turn around and fucking clock them. And so I came around and was like, what's up, Nikki? And like, uh-huh. clocked them. And he's like, what's up? And fucking, and just hit me. And I literally like flew into like folding chairs. Holy and, fuck. <laughs> I was like 14 and got smashed in the face by Nikki. And, and he was like, you're on the team. And like ran, like, ran <laughs> the other way. And then, like, Mike York and them were us, like, <laughs> their eyes were so fucking big at the time. And uh, I think he went and found my dad and was like, let me get you a drink. <laughs> and, like, well, distract him. But, uh, I mean, there was that moment. I think the big moment was I was getting alien boards, and I got the fir- my first cover, and I was slow for alien. And I was like, yes, I'm going to finally be sponsored. <laughs> And I had gone, had been flowed on Toy Machine, Foundation, Black Label, and this was like, yes, finally. Like, I'm, I don't, and I, didn't, I never made a sponsor me video either. So, for whatever reason, I tried to, but, you know, either the filmer didn't send the footage or it was just a nightmare trying to collect the footage back then. Because um, you'd have to get the tape or you'd have to send them the tape, and mm-hmm. it was just like, it, yeah. But then I remember calling, and I can't remember his name, Tony something. He had a really deep voice, and he was the team manager for Alien at the time. You could, like, barely understand him on the phone. <laughs> and uh, I called. I didn't say anything. I called, like, waiting to, like, hear the like, cool cover. And he's like, I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> that was it. Wait, what, was did, like, what did he say? I didn't even hear that. Cool, cool cover. Oh, like, oh. It wasn't like, oh, cool, like, what's the next there was no like next step it was just like hey cool right and i was so bummed like heartbroken because i would also really want to get on alien at that point yeah. and Boy, uh, what was the cover it was a 50 50 on a fence it was a skateboarder cover but whatever anyways yeah so then i i, I whatever did that and i was so bummed and i remember i just didn't think it was going to happen i was just like it if this isn't the like you know, if this isn't going to happen like this, it's never going to happen. Yeah. And that was around when Supreme had just opened up and Carol and Scott Johnson and all those girl guys were coming through Supreme and all my friends worked there at the time. And I would just skate the bowl because I was down the street. And basically, I just kind of started hanging out with those guys and I was getting alien boards and I had I had quit. And then Scott got me like Lakai flow. And I think... We went to like the Pacific or the Huntington Beach Festival contest, whatever bullshit. And I remember guy was like, "Who do you get boards from?" And I'm like, "Oh, I don't get boards from anyone anymore." And he's like, "Would you want girl boards?" I remember that being like, "Whoa, guy, Mariano, just asked me to get girl <laughs> boards." 
and uh yeah and then that's how that started kind of damn yeah it was good yeah that kind of worked out man straight from the guy's <laughs> mouth eh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so it was uh yeah it was pretty cool but uh, yeah i was just hanging out with carol and then like that, that kind of became like a big brother hell yeah and i would just go and i don't know skate with him every day and i think i got a lot better just hanging out with him and we just go to girl or the barracks at that point before it was even the barracks that's dope couple big breaks for your ass <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they both started yeah. out kind of like as low lights man getting socked in the face yeah kind of ignored about the cover but worked out there right 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 so moving on from there tell us a bit about your time on girl and what it was like skating and traveling with uh all the hall of fame teammates you had at such a young age um it was cool i mean we were starting to film for fully flared uh i remember my first trip we we just did a tour around the u.s and i i, I basically got taken as a trial to see if i was like not even worthy but like good enough to like get on the team yeah. and you know I, I don't know what happened like at that point we were just on the road it was fucking brutal like ty was like in such a like focused mode and just was wouldn't stop for water or food and just Jeez. get to the next spot and uh basically what happened was i don't know i just I, like i i think i had been through so many different parts of trying to get on a team that i finally knew i'm like all right this is like you have to really put an effort forward if you want to get on and mm -hmm. so i skated somewhat i mean i got a lot a lot of tricks that I never have gotten before and i was like okay cool and then yeah i don't know i got on the team and that that trip was brutal but super fun also i remember getting on the trip and being so excited to be like with ty and being like oh we're gonna i'm gonna hear all this like epic fucking like weird techno music that like i've just seen in the videos and i always liked so much and he had like went through some like hip-hop phase right as yeah. i got on so we just listened to like the game 500 bars and running on EP oh, and like classic <laughs> no it's i love that but at that point i was just like where's all the techno where's the electronic music because <laughs> it was just like that stay high and fucking i don't even i can't even remember it was just like those two songs that those two things on repeat and then i'm trying to think of what else like yeah i don't know the, i mean i was like the, it was me and mike mo basically on makai and he didn't get on i mean he was on i guess but he went on the second trip and at that point i was like oh i wasn't like really into him so there was like a weird friction which is so lame thinking back <laughs> on it now but uh yeah there was like a weird like kid friction and whatever and uh i'm trying to think what else. yeah i don't know and then that video came out i i quit lakai that sucked but it was like i guess for the better or whatever yeah I, i'm it's kind of a blur it's not a blur but you got to ask me more questions mm -hmm. <laughs> was the tension because you guys felt like you were both like fighting for the same spot on the team or something no it was just I, I probably was threatened in some way you know i didn't really see his like he was really good but like he was really good at a different thing and mm -hmm. i thought like it really bugged me that he couldn't like roll over quarter pipe i mean he, i think he could but like he could like <laughs> barely skate tranny i'm like how are you gonna put this guy on that like is so one-sided when all you guys are so well-rounded that was that's what bugged me preach at, at oh. the, <laughs> 
<laughs> shots, but, baby. I mean, I'm, nah, not even shots. Because and that guy's the fucking... gunshots. <laughs> I mean, no, it's not even. I mean, whatever. Yeah, that, that, at that point, that's what I was feeling. Right. No, but, I, I could see that. <laughs> fucking two young kids. It's a tryout trip, right. man. Yeah. That's just We've heard that story a bunch, man, over the interviews. Everyone gets the tryout trip. Right, right, right. Exactly. That was my... I mean, I had many tryout trips. Toy Machine, Black Label, Flunk. <laughs> uh, Sneaky's never heard of loyalty, eh? Shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Test that free uh, agent market, man. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. Talk. The, yeah, Workshop. That was a bad one. That was like fucking hell on earth. Not even hell on earth, but it was like with Fred Gold, Danny Renaud, Jason Dill. Oh that my was like God. my tryout trip. And then like, <laughs> dude, like halfway through it like fred got drunk and he was with his friend that he brought on the trip and like he kicked this dude in the face broke his jaw somehow there was like a a, a chair that was honking into the mattress there was like two thousand dollars in damage in their room and and i don't know where we were but fred had gone straight to nashville like it was two different cars yeah. and dill and how the whole trip started was dill like Tent City had just came out, Tent City, I mean, and he saw it and was like, you know what, I want to go on a trip, on a skate park trip, let's do this, <laughs> and like, so he got, like, everyone to come, and the most awkward thing was, fuck, what's his goddamn name, the team manager of Alien Workshop, Tony, Tony Mag, I think, I don't know if that's right, but he flew Danny Renaud to the trip, yeah. without without telling Jason <laughs> he got there and Jason's like you're not even supposed to fucking be here <laughs> and like it was so awkward it's like wow, what? so now this guy like does he calm on the trip or like it was so weird but uh yeah it was like a bad disorganized trip and like Bill had put everything on his credit card and then we stayed at like some fucking nice hotel and then workshop like we're not paying for that and like fucking Bill declined on his credit card, and God people damn. got yeah, yeah, that was bad. But it was fun at the same time. That sounds like such an awkward trip to be on as like the little trial kid. <laughs> There's <laughs> yeah, so exactly. many like older dudes beefing and drama and shit. Well, this is like right around like when Bill like had like the shave side head. Ooh. Yeah. High socks? No, no, not the Oompa Loompa phase, but a little before that. <laughs> I'm not making fun of them. That's what they called them in South Africa, because the Oompa Loompa spot, because of uh, the DVS video where he does all that with yeah. the high socks. They call it the Oompa Loompa spot. Such a good name for the skateboard days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, say, man, it is getting awfully close to Christmas, and I am stressing on these gift ideas for my friends and family. Reggie, you know the good people at Brixton got you covered when you're stressing on them holiday purchases. They got it all broken down for you in the gift guides. Gifts for him, gifts for her, gifts under 50, gifts under 75. It's all broken down for you, man. Couldn't be easier to select the perfect present for that special someone on Christmas Day. Sounds like the fine folks at Brixton are making holiday gift giving easier than ever. With the help of the holiday gift guides on Brixton.com, this might be the first time ever I've finished my Christmas shopping before Christmas Eve. 
While you're on Brixton.com checking out the holiday gift guides, don't forget to give them a follow at Brixton on Instagram, at Brixton on Facebook, and at Brixton MFG on Twitter. So you ended up choosing to leave girl and join 3D with the big homie Brian Anderson. Yeah. What was behind your choice to leave girl? I think after Pretty Sweet and... I think it had to do also with Fully Flare. It was, after that video came out, it was like, oh, whoa, this video is really crazy, but like, this is not what I'm into. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, now I'm thinking, like, I remember I got a box of anti-hero boards right before I got on Girl, too, and I was like, oh, which one do I fucking go for? Oh, <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I think after Fully Flare, it was just like, oh, I quit Lakai for Vans. That was really hard. And I almost got on Gravis. And then like Nike heard about it, and then I almost got on Nike at that point. And then, like, I was, I wanted to, like, break away from, like, the the girl mold, kind of, at an early age, just because it was, like, I, I found it annoying when it was, like, he rides for Four Star, he rides for Royal, he rides for, you know, Fillmore, like, yeah. when it's all under one house. Earrings and one basket, yeah. I just was like, oh, it doesn't, you know, I don't know why, but it just kind of, it always bugged me as a kid. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I really don't understand why I brought that up, but, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I, after Pretty Sweet, I was just like, this is not, this is like, I'm not into it, you know. I, I don't like skating right now. This is like, this video is a representation of everything I kind of don't like. I, I, I love these guys, you know, they're like family, but like, I, I kind of want to break away and either I'm young enough to like quit and do something else and like maybe build off it, I could do that or... I could make my own company or start something. And before 3D, Bill was like in our ear, Bill Strobeck. He was in Dylan in my ear about starting a company. And he's like, oh, dude, you guys should do it. It'd be so sick. And so Dylan at one point was like, let's do it, you know? And it was right before Pretty Sweet came out. I'm like, dude, can we just wait? Like, this is a lot of pressure right now. This is like, this video's about to come out, like, blah, blah, blah. You know, he even asked Carol. I was like, oh, I wouldn't want to do it with someone else. I would want to do it under girls' roof if we were going to do it. And so Dylan had asked Mike right before Mike was like, I, I can't I can't think about this right now. Like, this is too gnarly. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty sweet. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and me and Dylan wanted to do it. And so there was that that voice in the back of my head. And after Pretty Sweet came out, I was just like unhappy with it and I was like alright let's start this company and Dylan was like I just quit or whatever like Gravis and Analog just went out of business I'm not gonna quit uh, whatever quit Alien and not have any money you know yeah. I was like yeah, yeah fuck yeah, okay fair. well we'll figure it out we'll you know and so I waited a, a, a around for that and that never really turned into anything and so I was like oh I'm I wanted to do a company. I, and then the Polar and Palace videos had just come out, and I was like, dude, these videos are cool. Like, this is what I want to be doing. You know, like, these guys aren't that serious. They're not like these known pros. And it's just like they're having fun and they're doing what they want, and you can tell. And I want to be doing that. And so I was like, I want to make a company with Logan. You know, like, that's that sounds way more fun than than being all this serious with all the slow-mo and all this stuff and uh <laughs> yeah and yeah and then uh, bill was like 
Brian's gonna quit girl. You should get on, you should start, you should skate with him or get on his company. And Brian asked me, like, hey, dude, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna leave girl and start my own thing. Uh, I'm gonna, I've asked Austin, I'm gonna call it Deer, D E A R. I was like, whoa, that's a sick yeah. name. Deer with an apostrophe. I was like, that's a sick name. Yeah, I'm down. Like, that sounds sick. And so he quit. And right, and then I quit, and he's like, I'm changing the name. I'm like, wait, to what? He's like, 3D. I'm like, what? No, 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 that's a, no, no, no. Don't do that. You don't want to do that. Like, <laughs> deer, stick with deer. He's like, uh, yeah, I, 3D just makes sense. I was like, what? No. No, 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 no. And, and like, so there was like, he just changed the name. I was like, he had sold me on the name, and I was like, so hyped on it. And then he changed it right, like, abruptly. And then things kind of started getting weird. And then I would, I would send them graphics and stuff, getting, like, really excited and, like, whatever, sending them stuff. I'm like, here, check this out, check this out. Like, let me see what you're working on. And I would try to hit up Austin, too. And those dudes were really, like, they weren't, like, really responding. And I'm like, this is kind of weird. Like, I would assume that these guys are a little more excited. And, uh, you know, Brian was a little more secretive about it and... He would show me little things. I'm like, oh, that's sick. And then, and then he showed me like the cal- catalog, and I was just like, this isn't what I, was, I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be like your sketches and like kind of like crooked, but like Brian Anderson version. And, right. and it looked more like skate mental. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, what, what, what happened to all these ideas and what we talked about? Like, what? And so it just didn't work out, or what? I guess we just had two different visions, and I had the idea in the back of my head starting something with Dylan. And I thought it would it wouldn't be as bad if I had quit before the company came out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that kind of happened. You know, it, it sucked. It was really hard. I didn't want to do it, but then it just like ultimately I was just like, dude, I had this in the back of my mind. It's like if this doesn't work out now, I, I'm gonna just do it down the line. So I might as well do it right now. Mm-hmm. And so whatever, I quit that, and then I called Dylan up, and I was like, hey let's start this company he's like yeah no i'm not really down i'm like what he's like yeah i don't know dylan a just quit you know i don't know i was like come on like we just talked like (laughs) let's do this and we talked about like just doing i don't know we we sent ideas back and forth i'm like come on please come on and then I was like calling Jake Johnson. I'm like, hey, you want to skip for now? I'm going to do a company. I didn't have the name yet. And he's like, yeah, right now I just need humor in my life and something not serious. I'm like, well, perfect. I'm not that serious. And uh, he it was like he didn't really respond after that. And it was really hard to get a team or anyone to like believe in you. And right. yeah, and then so I started Bianca. When you were riding for companies like uh, Girl and 3D, did you always just think in the end that you'd be making your own company? Fuck no. I never wanted to have my own company. I was like, fuck that. Dude, you see how people, when they want to open a skate shop, you're like, dude, that's the worst idea you could think of. You're going to just be in debt. I was just like, that's the fucking equivalent to a skateboard brand, basically, you know? Not that that's bad. It just was like not... You know, I think I had watched on videos where Rodney Mullen's like, I never wanted to be a team team manager, and now I'm a team manager, I'm running a full company. And, yeah, I don't know. I just <laughs> never, like, I just had zero 
yeah, aspiration to own a skateboard company at that time. And then I just like kind of, I, I quit. I was like, fuck, I guess I gotta start a company. I gotta start a board thing. And I guess it was just like slowly happening, moving in that direction. And, you know, Polar and Palace and Dill had just done his thing. And, you know, I don't know. It was just, it was like, it was the right time. And then it got became the wrong time shortly after. So leaving both those companies must have been pretty difficult decisions. Did you make both of them at the same time? No. What do you mean? Did you know when you were leaving Girl that you would leave Wakai or uh, I left Wakai like first? it was like years of a, a you know, uh, time frame. Where I, I had I had left Wakai because I had just gotten offered way more money from other companies, and I was like, Wooly Players came out, and basically everyone got cherry picked off that company, which is so fucked because they probably spent so much time and effort into it. But, mm-hmm. you know, I guess that's just the way that the name of the game. But I think I just got offered, you know, something that I couldn't refuse, really. It was like, yeah. And I, I asked them, like, I don't want to leave, but at the same time, it's kind of cool. I'll be on a company with other people. And shortly after, I realized, like, wait, this is fucking whack. I fucking don't like these, like, half these people. I don't know them. I don't have any, like, rapport with them. And, yeah. We see a lot of Nike riders starting their own brands. Is uh, that check as fat as we all imagine it, or what? <laughs> Alleviate some of that pressure when you got that Nike check? I think, yeah, but it doesn't matter. I think it could be a Vans check or a fucking Puma check or a, a fucking three stripe check. Puma check? I don't know. <laughs> fucking Joey Brzezinski's got his own company, Rad. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. So, fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think at that point, it was like, I think the realization of, oh, I don't. I make enough money through my shoe sponsor. I don't need to make money, or I'm fine without making that extra money from the board sponsor because it's not, you know, what I'm making mm-hmm. my living off of. And so at that point, I was just like, oh, I can do this. And yeah. everyone realized that they could do it. Yeah, it's, it's sick for skateboarding mm-hmm. overall. I think because like you've started some cool stuff, Brian Anderson. You know, he's got that Nike check doing some cool things. <laughs> P-Rod doing tons of shit. Yeah, he had Nike, Nike opening job. doors. Costin now. Costin. Yeah. Did you see what I'm just, I'm, I'm a Nike guy. You probably didn't know that. You know, I'm an OG Nike legend. Are you allowed to say uh, that? Uh, show sponsored by Vans? It's been flow for 25 years. <laughs> He's excited Don't about use it. that word. Well, I'm a Canadian. Well, a good word. You're yeah, Canadian, no uh, responsibilities. Canadian You're Canadian M. That's what Canadian M. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what we'll call it. <laughs> that's the official term. Yeah, you're Canadian M. So, they, do they ever bring up his name in the Nike meetings out there in Portland? Yeah, the guy with. <laughs> you the, ever heard of him before? Yeah, they're like, oh, the guy with the ponytail with the beanie. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, yeah Alex. Exactly. Before we started oh, recording, said that. Yeah, we know him. <laughs> yeah. It's a, Tell, can you tell the listeners what you thought I looked like before we said what up to you on FaceTime? Yeah, I, I just thought I like, so I didn't, I had never listened to the show until you guys text me. I had heard of it, but I just never listened to it for some reason. And so I was like, oh shit, I need to like do my homework. <clears throat> and I was doing it and then, you know, you guys do, I can't try to emulate it, but it was like, you know, the super wet back, I can't even do it. But anyway, you guys style how you talk and, uh... <laughs> And I was like, oh, this dude sounds like he's like kind of like this smaller one. 
uh, out of the crew, and he's got like a long, like long hair. Sometimes possibly could put put it in like uh, pigtails, but has like a ponytail tucked under a beanie. <laughs> Oh or a bun, I don't know, whatever. And oh, just, and, oh, none and of those are better. <laughs> and just like a five o'clock shadow, just lightly, <laughs> like hasn't shaved yet, but just like, keeps this like, I don't know. And like really, really tech, like used to wear S's when S was really on top. Oh my god. <laughs> and, and you said you thought I was white too. And, well, and yeah, a white exactly, guy? like a white Canadian Quebec kind of like Montreal oh. guy. Well, you're you're not completely off. I'm a Montreal real one, you know. Yeah, well, regardless, yeah, I'm just saying that. Like, greasy Montreal streets. You know, you life. might have a tech jacket on. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> that's just terrible. That if people haven't seen me, that's the kind of image you for sure drink Molson's. You know, <laughs> hey, steam whistle. Yeah, Canada's premium <laughs> pilsner, baby. The only buzz. That's how we doing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's turned. <laughs> it's an o- it's an honor oh, proving yeah. that image wrong. Oh yeah, very wrong. So he came up before Dylan Reader, close friend of yours. Would you mind telling us uh, one of your maybe a story that you haven't told before, or a, a fun memory uh, you have of you and Dylan? Oh, uh, for sure. Um, well, I remember as a kid, I would go. So my dad would drive us to van. And I remember I'd see this kid with black hair and like these braces and he had like no neck at the time. And he was like this long lanky kid. He kind of looked like a gorilla's drawing. And and uh, he was good though. And he'd always like look like kind of vibe me. And he's like, you want to play skate? I was like, no, you're going to fucking beat me. <laughs> like, there's no way I'm playing skate with you. You're fucking sponsored. I'm not. You know what I mean? Like I would just do like front side feebles on like this little like Euro gap flat bar and that was like my thing I could do and that and like he would just annihilate me because he would do every other trick I think I played him once or twice but I mean we were so young he was 14 I think I was 16 or 15 I was like super shy and like not yeah scared of him I guess just because he was intimidating and he was like on he was like birdhouse flow and like Osiris flow and I would see him around, and then I remember we went on an Australian Transworld Am trip. I remember, like, kind of bond, not bonding with him, but like, oh, what's up? How you been? Like, whatever, like, how, you know, whatever. I don't know. I would see him around, and uh, we kind of became friends. I was like, oh, let's hang out when we get back to the States. And I became more and more friends with him, and then I remember. We became friends. I'm like, dude, move to L.A. Like, fuck Orange County. There's nothing happening out there. Like, what are you yeah. doing, dude? Come out here. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And he had a girlfriend at the time. That his first girlfriend, Jade. And he's like, yeah, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. I think once he finally like, broke up with her, he's like, all right, I'm coming down. And then, like, he really became L.A. Like, like and he, like, moved to the alien house. And then, like, he started, like, meeting these girls. Uh, he started going out and then he just became like he just started like morphing into like Dylan the single name <laughs> but uh but then it was just like we started going out and I just remember this one time there was this place called Bardot and it was the worst it was like there was this guy that looked like fucking Willy Wonka at the fucking door and he, he would ID you and sometimes let you in and not let you in by the way you look and it was, it was, yeah, whatever. It was like just a fucking 
shithole of like just bad people. But uh, I remember there was this one girl, oddly enough, her name was Bianca, and she was like from South Africa. And I remember I, I got drunk enough. I'm like, I started like talking to her, and I'm like, I don't know why this girl is still talking to me. And it was just last call, and so like the lights were on. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna get this girl's number. And fucking here comes Dylan right behind me. He's like, what's up with this girl? And started chatting her up. I'm like, dude, no, no, no. Wait, I'm I'm doing something right now. <laughs> and fully, not even purposefully, but cock-blocked me. And he didn't even know it. And then that moment, I was just like, I can't believe. I was like right there about to get her number. And now you just fucking came in and fucking smoked me. Now I, I have no chance. You fucking asshole. I mean, there were so many versions of that. Uh, there was, I remember there was one time where he, he had met the girl, one of the girls from Californication that was his age or something. He said, dude, she's on, she's on the Californication show. I was like, what the fuck is that? And he's like, oh, dude, it's the sickest show. It's about fucking this guy, just sex, something, whatever, a sex <laughs> addict. I'm like, oh, okay. And so he was all gassed on that. And we went to another, like, Hollywood party. And they had, like, the, you know, they had, like, these huge planners. And I remember, like, he was just, like, smoking a cigarette, trying to look cool. And he's like, whoa, look at, <laughs> look, look at these planners. And, like, was, like, was, like we're putting his arms up, feeling them. And I remember he, like, leaned back, and there was, these planners were, like, fake and hollow. It was, like, at, like, a, a studio set. So they had all the, like, the, like, the fake stuff that looked real. And, like, he put yeah. his arms up and leaned back on the thing. And this thing was, like, probably 20 feet tall. And, like, he leaned on it just a little... And thinking that it was like gonna not like push back, and then it just started falling, and he just was <laughs> on it, and like it fucking oh, fuck. it hit the side of a building and made all this noise, and it was like a record scratching where everyone like looked at him, <laughs> and like he was like trying to be cool, and he was right next to the girl that he was trying to get with, and I just remember oh, the girl was just being like, oh whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Which girl was it on Californication? There's a couple cuties on that show back in the day i i don't the girl with black hair with long black hair i had no idea what her name was but this is right when he this is right when he moved to la and then he became like he then (laughs) then he moved to his own spot and like i remember one time we came there but he wasn't there and there was all this recording equipment i'm like what is this and then i'm like dude this guy's recording shit we got to hear what the song is and it was like him trying to (laughs) sing I was like, oh, this is like reading someone's diary. We can't, we can't. And uh, I don't know. I just remember whatever. There was like something like that. But then I remember once he like bought a house, it became like like super Dylan where like he just, like he would just go out every night and like bring a girl back. I remember Bill was staying with him. He's like, dude, this fucking guy brings a girl back every fucking night. Do you hear a new pair of fucking heels on the wood floor? Blah, blah, blah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's not that cool, but whatever. That's, pre- that's pretty badass. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, it's de- de- yeah, exactly. It depends on who you're talking to, but uh, he was definitely became this like this this entity basically of himself, and yeah, <laughs> it was a, a good it was a good time. It was funny too. And then, and then like right after the Gravis video, I just remember this guy was on such a high, and like he was just taking me. He's like, "Oh, we should go check this spot out. I think you could do something." I was like, "Okay." And it was like, so he is fifty-fifty that rail, the last trick in his Gravis part. Yeah. And so across the street, there's this fucking this bar that is curved and then drops down to another bar, 
he's like, oh, I was thinking about, like, you could 50-50 and drop down 50-50. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This thing is fucking up to my neck, first of all. And second of all, there's no fucking way I can make that drop and land. I'm just going to sack. Like, you're on some other shit right now, so I'll, I'll fucking sit and watch if you want to skate this. <laughs> but there's no way. I don't even think this is skatable. But anyways, I mean, all that shit he did in the graphics video was, I mean, obviously it was gnarly, but, like, like growing up there or, like, living there, you would see all these spots. You're like, yeah, like, maybe if someone was, like, really fucking insane or, like, yeah. someone really gross. But, like, he had just seen all these spots and fucking made them his basically dude but, uh, yeah that, that part's classic as fuck mm -hmm. yeah 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 so it was sick. good but uh yeah it was just like and then i just remember like seeing that part and being like fuck i need to <laughs> fucking go skateboard and i remember i like we lived in hollywood and i and the stoner park had just opened up in Santa Monica, and I would, like, fucking take a shoelace, tie the board to my fucking back, and just ride my bike there to get extra exercise, and then go skate, and then ride it back, and whatever. And then I think he wasn't drinking, and I was like, oh, I'm not gonna fucking drink either, and fucking, yeah, I don't know. Or I think that was during the Supreme time, where he just, he, uh, I just, he would, like, went, he would have these, like, real, like, little sections of sobriety of, like, all right, I'm gonna skate, I'm gonna get footage. I'm gonna not drink or party or go out and just be focused, and that's the stuff you guys feel them basically yeah. when he was fucking, you know, like on it. And yeah, uh, you can see he's fucking focused, laser yeah. focused. Next yeah, level. laser. Yeah, exactly. The kickflips are on point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of it. Yeah, and then I think yeah, I, I, I was like, all right, this guy's going sober. I'm going sober. You don't need to go sober. You don't have a problem. And I'm like. <laughs> Well, no, I don't. I don't like going. I like if I go out, I'm gonna drink, and then I'm gonna drive home. So like, I don't want to do that. Like, yeah, I guess I don't have technically a problem, but like, what? Well, anyway, that's a whole other story. But yeah, no, you don't have to have a problem to not drink. I I take yeah, breaks like from he, drinking. His whole thing year. is it's like if I go out and drink, I'm gonna go and party and do other stuff, and it's gonna be bad. Right. He's like that doesn't happen for you so you can drink and be mellow and i was like yeah well I, I don't because i'll just sit at home and drink and then i'll drink a jack daniel or i mean whatever and fucking fall asleep and like with beer in my hand like i just that's <laughs> not or like anyway one two punch yo alex and dylan that's what's <laughs> up so we saw you on the runway in the 917 video yeah. what's popping with the modeling career these days Oh, uh, that was for the 917 video. I did that only for that exact reason. <laughs> it was, I was like, so my girlfriend, she, whatever, she models for this, that brand at Calflada. Shout out, yo. <laughs> but, uh, so it's like this, these young kids that have this brand called Calflada, and it's kind of like the kids around the, the area that they use or in the scene. And so they asked her if I wanted to mo run, walk their show or be one of the people that walk the show. And I was like, ah, oh, it's just like, I really don't want to, like, what's the point? I, like, I'm not really trying to pursue this, and it's like, I'm just going to get ridiculed by people. Like, I'm down to help them out, but I just, like, don't need the fucking slap message board going off. And I was like, <laughs> I, mean, I was telling Logan, and he's like, yeah, that's bad. I'm like, yeah, but you know what's good? Is if we film it and put it in my video part, 
Because yeah. then, then it's like it's just like you can't you say own anything. It yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like you ain't hiding it. You kind of it was just like, and it's just like it. It would be hilarious just to throw that in your part, just out of nowhere as a trick. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, this is like that's like a trick. Like I was thinking about it. Like, not many people have that opportunity. And it's also like if you put it in your part, it's ridiculous, but it's kind of good at the same time. Like, and he was like started sure. laughing. And so we were just like laughing over the idea, and then I was like, "All right, cool." And then the day of, I was like, "All right, are you coming?" Because like I thought at one point, I thought he was not gonna wake up or something. And he's like, "Oh, I fucked up." I'm like, "Dude, I'm not walking the show," <laughs> and having fucking idiots take photos of me and then getting fucking like laughed at or whatever from fucking on Instagram, being like, "Idiot, coop, blah blah blah." I'm like, "Dude, if we're doing this, we're fucking doing this." I need you know? the clip, man. <laughs> I need the clip, basically. So I got I got the hammer. That's a hammer and a half. It's a huge one. <laughs> yeah. That's so, so that's like B Rabbit. What the fuck is B Rabbit? Isn't that his name? Uh, like you know Eminem's movie when he like. Oh. I think yeah. his name's B Rabbit and he disses himself. Eight Mile, yeah. In Eight Mile, he like uh, freestyles and he insults himself so much that there's nothing left to say about him. Right. That's kind of like, yeah exactly. That yeah. that was the idea. I was just like, all right, you can't say anything anymore. Yeah, no, that's tight. I, I like that approach. Yeah. As outsiders, can you tell us and the listeners what it's like to be inside skateboarding's cool guy circle? I'm not a cool guy. If I if I show, I mean, do you look at my Instagram? I'm asking people how to fucking wire a mixer. Like I'm not cool by any <laughs> means. My father, Dylan, you know, those people are cool. They have the cool thing. I am fucking not cool. But you're in the circle, B. Whether I, I, you like it or not, I don't know. I, you tell me. Actually, I don't know what it's like. I want to know what it's like from the outside looking in. There's just a magical ring of coolness around <laughs> you. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> There's a magical fucking ponytail around your neck. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, uh, fucking magical coolness with that fucking <laughs> dope calm the fuck down beanie on your head. <laughs> No, that that wasn't a serious question. It's just it's just funny because they're like from outsiders. There definitely is like a whole like New York Supreme, you know, little brand thing. Yeah, but I don't like. I think a lot of people think I ride for Supreme. I don't. I'm not on the team. I mean, there was a moment, but like I'm not like. Like you basically, if you don't fucking ride for fucking awesome, you don't get on the team. But uh, I don't. I don't ride for Supreme. Like you know, it was just like. I'm as much of a supreme rider as Scott Johnson or Brian Anderson. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess mm-hmm. in theory, uh, there, I've I had a little more, a little closer of a connection, but it's not like if there's a team photo shoot, I'm not in it. You know what I mean? Or I'm not right, in, right, the, right, right. in the uh, the catalogs or anything. You know? And they would always be like, "Oh, you look too much like a model." I'm like, "Okay, well, I can't fucking help that. I didn't fucking, <laughs> I didn't fucking, you know." design myself like what so like they didn't put me in the photo shoots because i looked like too whatever i wasn't their look and i think i don't know i don't know why i never i was i'm been around fucking since way fucking before a lot of those dudes but i don't know that's how it goes too cool for even the cool guys yeah too cool yeah too sexy for niggies yeah exactly (laughs) that's jokes 
Yeah, it's that time of the year when they're tallying the votes for Thrasher's Skater of the Year. Can we get your prediction? Uh, yeah, I think Tiago should get it. Hell yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of who who else is there. You tell me. It's Louis Lopez is up there. Jamie Foy, they're thinking. Who else? Oh, is I thought those? Jamie Foy. Louis, the, Louis the homie. But uh, I don't know. I think I was like watching Tiago stuff last night and mm-hmm. I was like laughing because I was like this is yeah, like, like, cool. the video is fucking game yeah. <laughs> the fucking switchback tail where he's like fucking like he literally looks like you know he's balancing on the special meter so I was just like laughing at it <clears throat> and I was like this is insane like this guy is doing shit he's like he's like I didn't think anyone could do that I thought like it was maxed out and like <laughs> the guy is somehow jumping higher than what was possible the official list is Jamie Foy, T-Funk, Riley Hawk, Tiago, Louis Lopez, Shane O'Neill, Miles Silvis, and Dan Vanderlinden. Yeah, I mean, they're all fucking sick. But uh, you know the other thing is I've, only, I've not watched their parts, but I've just watched the raw footage on Thrasher, yeah. which is probably not... I probably should watch the part, not the fucking... The raw, I mean, the raw footage... I think the raw footage is better. Like I watched the Tiago thing and I felt like I did the trick after like because they show a couple of tries and I'm like, oh, I know what that feels like. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. dude, you better do it. And like he does it, I'm like, oh, it's a relief, you know. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes the raw footage just makes you appreciate, especially someone like Tiago. You don't know what the battle was like, and they're so insanely good that you can't even comprehend it. It's nice to see behind the scenes mm-hmm. on how it actually happened because it's fucked. Right, exactly, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's always like, he's so happy. He's like, oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah, this is fucking, I like this. I love this guy. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's my. He's not like too. me. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's he's yeah, got my I don't know. too. It would be hard yeah, for anyone uh, would, to vote it, for anyone else. I think Jamie Foy and Louis Lopez, I think, are the other options. I, I, yeah, exactly. You know what? Louis' video part three. was crazy. Louis, that yeah, one Louis he just Lopez dropped. might be second in my books too. But you know who who could get it any year and who puts out a crazy part every year? Shane, Shane O'Neill. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, I, it's like one of those things where he's not won it yet. I don't know. No, he's never won it, but he he needs to take a year off of putting out a part and save. For it put Does two he put years in part one. a year. Yeah, he puts out like a part a year, man. It's insane. Yeah. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, I think. I mean, I, I'm sure there's someone else that's gonna come out with one part. Miles right? could take it any year too, man. The last couple parts he's dropped have been crazy. It's crazy. If you're a fan of that. seeing the finalists, is the first time where there was no like old vet. You know, there's always like someone like Ave or someone like that. But this was the first time it was all young young guys. Like full because it's too gnarly now. Yeah. No, no offense to any of them. It's just like, dude, watch. You watch those parts, it, it, dude. It's a it's a different game mm-hmm. now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, you know, just watching that Tiago shit is just like, or the Evan Smith or the Louis Lopez or fucking Jamie Foy. Dude, they're doing shit that's not like you do one of those tricks yeah. at thirty, and you're gonna be fucking like running down the street naked, fucking <laughs> cheering. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a whole new ball game like these the days. Fucking, like the Toronto Blue Jays winning, you know? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Nice accent there. Okay, <laughs> sorry. But, uh, yeah. What year is uh, the trophy going to end up in your hands, man? Never in the toilet. Well, I, do, I, <laughs> the I, to- I won. I won. I won already. What, what I, I wasn't was even that? alive and I won. 79. 
I was riding in my dad's mud. <laughs> okay. And we won it together. No, I don't know. But That's what's uh, up. yeah, you gotta yeah, exactly. keep the family tradition popping, you know. Nah, that that magazine already went out of business, so thankfully I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> and that was on a uh, point system too, which would be super fun. Real shit. Anyway. Uh, the 917 video was dope as fuck. Proper full-length video. It's more and more rare to see videos that long these days. What made you want to hold on and uh, put out a full-length video? I think it's just from what like Rick and Ty and Mike kind of taught me, basically. Or not even taught me. It was just like how I was brought up in that, that way. And... You know, I wasn't like, oh, it has to be the best. And I was like, dude, let's at least have, you know, a substantial amount of footage to then be able to show, you know. And I know Cyrus was like, let's put it out. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, dude, relax. Trust me, it will benefit you. And, and you know, there's other people like, this is never going to come. Like half the team, I think more than half, the whole team was like, this is never coming out. And then uh, what kind of set the the date was just the the actual date of 917 I was like all right this is the date it's coming out whatever like if you don't have footage too bad you didn't, you didn't try or whatever or you know this is the date so figure it out you know mm -hmm. and it, Logan edited the whole thing and he didn't let me really touch it which is probably smart and yeah he picked all the music he did all of that you know he picked all the music for the most part so I was like I mean I think the only thing I did was like the intro and the rest was with him you know what I mean I mean there was parts where I was like hey you know you, you want to like build it up you know mm -hmm. don't don't have like a gnarly trick in the beginning but you want to grab someone's attention yeah. and then like you know keep trying to just feed that person's attention but he did a super good job I thought and yeah I don't know the, the next one <laughs> fuck I don't know those things are fucking hard to make and they only last for a fucking week so yeah. it's really insane uh i don't know i think for the next one i don't know we'll, we'll do something different it won't be like a traditional skate video i don't think oh but that's sick though respect for fucking actually having patience it's rare rare these days right. for any brand to have patience and actually especially a smaller brand like put out a full video Mm -hmm. When you don't have like a crazy budget like a Vans video to like go around the world and make a full length. I mean, that's just the help of fucking Nike. I can't say that we could have done that by ourselves. That's them helping us out and the whole team basically skating for them, you know? Right. Which is super cool. You know, they would just send, I mean, <clears throat> it worked into our favor because we're like, oh, we're going on a Nike trip, you know? And then just like, oh, <laughs> but we might, you know, and they're, they're down because obviously have a fucking big budget to send people wherever and yeah i don't know it just worked out i don't know what another one sounds crazy but you know i don't know i mean you know johnny wilson and all those dudes helped out so much if it wasn't for those guys i don't think it would have happened mm -hmm. damn but, yo i just got yeah. an idea just popped into my head dog might have to send you my tape b Oh, okay. Nike Connect 917. Patch made a, in heaven? A new vision has formed in my head. A new vision? But didn't you get like uh, Christy socks from Aaron? Nah, uh, Box B. never showed up. That was another one of those fucking false promises. Just. Well, you send me your address, we'll send you a box. Oh! 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 Hell no! I've heard this before, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the ghost is selling <laughs> him. 
<laughs> Yo, Christmas is coming early this year. <laughs> I should be able to skate in about a month too. Oh, this is. He perked up out of his things chair. Things are starting that. to line themselves up. 2018, here I come, baby. Switch trays coming soon you, on a 917 board. Jed, <laughs> no man, problem. Is, have you, you taking yo, Jed's yo, spot? Yo, Jed, I'm taking your spot, baby. I'm sorry. I had to do it. You know what I'm <laughs> Nothing saying? personal. I got to go on these Nike trips with the boys. <laughs> he gets Nike still, right? I don't know. He, he skates whatever he wants, man. He, he's a fucking a boss yeah, he's out doing there. His own he thing. does his thing. Right. You better make sure the guys like you, man. Yeah, yeah. You get well, voted you know, off the island. Start with Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm easy though. Yeah, I guess. You don't gotta do much. I gotta come. Yeah, I gotta come down and and fucking be cool with the rest of the team. I guess. It's <laughs> it's a long waiting period. I think you might have to move to New York. God damn it! And just hang out for a year, maybe two. <laughs> All right. You know, then 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 there'll be talks of it. Well, then you got to impress them, too. Officially pending 917 sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two years begins Beanie. today. <laughs> Beanie and all. Yeah. yeah. It's going to start growing his hair out. Yeah, exactly. By the time it's quantified, you, you can get on. <laughs> all right. Well, just know I'm putting in work starting today. I'm going to go extra hard on yeah. that physio. Physio or that road game? <laughs> <laughs> So you uh, talked about maybe another nine one seven project, potentially putting the ghost on, <laughs> on the squad. Yeah, exactly. But what's next yeah. for Alex Olson, man? Fuck, I don't know. Get fucking get in the streets, get out of the office. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's basically. I don't know. Fucking running two companies isn't easy, and skating all all at once, finding help. I guess that's that's really basically what's going on. But uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I just rolled my ankle. Recently, it was not fun, and now I'm all shell shocked, getting back on the board and trying to jump. And I was all excited because I was like, "Oh!" I started like jumping down stuff, and I like, got inspired, and then I rolled my ankle. Fuck. Kick flip yeah, or switch so, flip? Uh, front side flip. Oh, front ankle. Yeah. That sucks. So, uh, back ankle. That's that's your money maker. No, he rolled his back yeah. ankle. Oh, doing a front side flip. Oh, Is that oh, what he oh. said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah, guess yeah. you got big pop. I guess both your ankles are your money makers because you got big pop, so you need that ollie pop. <laughs> but your kick, you got a yeah. mean flick, so you need your front foot too. You warming them up already, man? Yeah, I'm just sucking yeah, up. Thank you. Massage today, man. <laughs> massage that back. <laughs> My lower back hurts. <laughs> Y'all know what it is. It's rapid fire with the ghost. And this week, we brought to you by the newest skate shop to pop up in Canada. It's in downtown Victoria, BC, and it's called Good News Skate Shop. It's a fresh take on what a skate shop should be with premium gear and boards from brands like Polar, Quasi, Welcome, and Numbers all stocked up. Good News has a video dropping next week, so stay tuned. And in the meantime, go follow at Good News Skate Shop online, and the web store should be popping online soon. You dig? <laughs> All right, bruv. It's time to cue ants on the gunshots and tings. You ready for that rapid fire, B? Yeah. About to be a war zone in here, man. <laughs> Favorite skater? Scott Austin. Favorite video? Holiday video. Favorite video part? Ethan Fowler's Tin Can Folklore. 
Favorite style? Mike Harrell. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth? Max Palmer. Favorite trick? Ollie. Hardest trick for you? Backside wheel flip. Most illegal trick? Willie Grind? I don't know. Red Bull hat. That's oh. a legal trick. That's <laughs> the fucking illegal trick. <laughs> Wearing that dumb fucking brim. <laughs> Favorite clip you've ever gotten? The line that Bill and I filmed where I ollied over the trash can and then back the curb in the Transworld video. Sick. Oh, and Sean Sheffy's my favorite skater. Okay. <laughs> Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed? I don't know. Fucking Omar decapitating his head as a van, uh, van downtown showdown when the creature had the saw blade and he fucking, like, skinned his scalp. Oh, my God. That sounds fucked. Yeah, it was insane. Best trick you've ever done that wasn't caught on film? I don't know. I remember grinding like an oververt thing and then like coming off early and just like like free fall into the tranny. It was fucking insane feeling. But damn. That, I guess that I don't know. That sounds as gnarly as Satan. What's the one trick that got away? Fully flared backside tail slide, uh, kick with the forward on the white legs that guy switch switch grinded. Or guy switched, crooked grinded it, and Carol backtailed it. Scott Johnson nolly no slid it. Trying to picture it all in fully flared. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I didn't do it. No, no, this ain't in fully flared. This is like just a span throughout. Carol had like a DC ad backtailing it. Scott Johnson's last trick in the Chocolate Tour was a nolly no slide. Guy Mariano switched, crooked grinded it in a four star ad. Uh, okay. Gino backtailed it as well and then fell in the sand. He did back tail the fakey and then like catches the edge and falls. Abe right there and like grab pick him up. And oh, yeah, right. Can't picture it, but I'll look that up for sure. The nolly no slide sounds like the easiest one to find. What's the last new trick you learned? Backside airs and or backside ollies in uh, in a pool without touching your tail. Sick. If you never started skating, what would you be doing? I don't know. Probably trying to play music. What's your favorite Wade Desarmo clip? Fuck, I don't know. I fucking, I some fucking, uh, his acting and DGK. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking know. That's Sick. perfect. <laughs> favorite local brand? Local brand? Labor Skate Show? Favorite local skater? Franco, who doesn't have a last name. I mean, he does, so. <laughs> Favorite teammate ever? Favorite teammate at Mike Carroll. Worst company. Yeah, Red Bull. No, Rockstar. <laughs> suck a dick. Element, you suck a dick too. <laughs> that company sucks. Come on. They have good writers, but like, who the fuck? Want, like, Evan Smith, no disrespect. You're the man. I can't name anyone else on Element. Worst trend. Worst Red Bull hats. <laughs> fuck those things. No, uh, worst trend. I'm just thinking like Carpenter pants. Not about those things. Worst style. Who's got a bad style? I don't know. There's some people on Birdhouse that fucking fuck style. <laughs> oh my god. They can't catch a break these days. Fuck them. They're fucking... They're doing good now. What do you sweat like? Dude, they had a fucking 10-year hiatus. Name name someone fucking five years ago who was on Birdhouse. Exactly. <laughs> Last person you want on the sesh. I don't fucking Dill. That's the last person I want in session because he's just gonna be like, fuck yeah! You know, like he's cheering you on, but you're like, dude, I don't trust you. <laughs>
boom. All right, that's going to wrap up the interview, Alex. Thank you so much, man. Sorry for the technical difficulties. That happens. All good, bruv. You'll be getting my sponsor me shortly. Yeah, send it. We'll see. Put your money where your mouth is. White boy, white boy with man bun right. tape coming soon. Yeah, send a locket of your hair, too. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Thank you, guys. All right, enough waiting around. Let's get into the post office. Brought to you by our good friends over at Time Bomb Trading. And this week, for the season five finale, it's all about Stan Sucks. When you spend over 25 years behind the lens, you're bound to catch some history. Bryce Knight's documented skateboarding in San Francisco for nearly three decades. As a witness to the birth of modern street skating, he saved moments on film for the rest of us to relive for decades to come. Stance is proud to present two new styles in collaboration with Bryce Knight's. Stay tuned for the backstories of each and head over to stance.com to take a closer look. Man, let's get it cracking. You've got mail. All right, first up, we got an email from Zach Jones. What's up, boys? First of all, props to you guys from Brisbane, Australia. You make my Thursdays at work slightly bearable, so cheers for that. My question is, I know you guys aren't too huge on the whole ledge dancing thing, and I'm with y'all on that. Dude's looking like they're trying to build on the combo multiplier type shit. But I'm wondering if there's any clips of the sort that get your approval. One that comes to mind for me personally is Carl Watson's front nose to front tail at the beginning of his give me my money Chico part. <laughs> Thanks for what you guys do. What you laughing at? Brisbane. <laughs> what did I say? I'm pretty sure it's Brisbane, but... Well, it's Brisbane, dog. Look at the E on the end. There definitely isn't too many combo tricks I'm feeling, but one that comes to mind was in Rowan's part in the Vans propeller video, he does a front tail to switch back 50 on some tranny. Could get down with that. Yeah, that was pretty fly. That was pretty fly. Uh, I'm going to go with Shane O'Neill in a part. I don't remember which one from a while back. He does backsmith shove to back tail. Super clean. It's crispy. Uh, Sony did one that wasn't too bad either. He does like, what is it? Back tail, shove to like switch front crook. Yeah, that was kind of yeah, that was cool. Yeah, definitely. All right, next up we got an email from Max Cole. What up, fellas? Just want to say thanks for a good listen. This season has been pinnacle. Hmm. Each season is better than the last. Thanks, brother. Just to add some additional casualties. Can we put on wax that the nine club is a snooze fest? <laughs> How do you dudes feel about the most lackluster pot in the game? Also, Seifa, my last name is French. Can you add some French flavor on the pronunciation? Oh, my bad. I already Yo, did. Max Cole. Max Cole. <laughs> okay, chill. Damn, man. I didn't, honestly, <laughs> I didn't read this before. You put a French accent on the Max no, when I'm you talk- read the I'm talking about, name. I'm talking about the shots at the nine club. Oh, yeah. We ain't, a, we ain't about that. Uh, we got respect to all the pods out there. I listen to it, man. Shouts to them. Yeah, fucking, you know, we're not everyone's cup of tea. <laughs> you could say that again. They're not everyone's cup of tea, I guess. But, you know, we just out here trying to give the people some skate material, us and them, and anyone doing a skate podcast. Shouts to everyone out there trying to make it happen. It's all love in 2017. Real shit. Who knows what 2018 gonna be about though, dog. But yo, mad respect, Cole. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the email and for listening every week. 
Next up, we got an email from Ian Levine. What's really good, boys? Love the pod. This season has been pure fire. Bum that the season is coming to an end because you guys make the shitty drive to work on Wednesdays a little bit easier. Do you guys have any podcast suggestions that the people can listen to in the meantime? Much love, boys. Can't wait for the next season. Guaranteed to be a barn burner. P.S. Safa, congrats on getting your wifey back. Now that's what's really good still. Oh, now the people, are, they look out for you, man. They want to see you happy, bro. I appreciate that. Big shouts to you. Thanks for the email. You know what I'm saying? The mission is not complete, but, <laughs> you know, in about a month, I'll probably be able to claim wifey status again. Bro, just keep doing you, man. She loves you for you. So <laughs> you just keep being yourself. In no time, y'all going to be an item again. She's going to be super hyped when I'm eliminated in football. Oh, yeah. And she she can have Sundays back. Um, did this guy have a question? Oh, some suggestions. Well, the last guy brought up a podcast you could listen to. It's called The Nine Club. They, they do pretty much the exact same thing we do, but we got that fire in-depth breaking news sports talk that the nine club is lacking so that's why the people keep coming back yo safe put me on a new one though michael rapaport man that guy actually cracks me up i just even to follow him on instagram i like waking up to his rants dog reggie that's what i was about to say jalen and jacoby is the model that we used and inspired us to start this shit still love him to death but the new new that we both love <laughs> he's insane i am rapaport stereo podcast i'm part of the rapa pack you know if you're listening to this you're part of the bunt gang yeah it's the same shit but uh i am rapaport all day and if you're a basketball nerd jj reddick has a new podcast on the ringer all right next up we got an email from alex salter library books and perception a kid in my class was reading the sickest book last week it had photos of Morgan Smith doing flip tricks at Markham Skate Park. If it's not too nosy, did Morgan get paid handsomely for this? And does the bunt have a signed copy? Morgan is for the children. Also thinking of Scarborough Skate Parks, I've been wondering for years about Perception Park. What is the coolest trick you witnessed at that dump? <laughs> P.S. Brian Herman is a well-spoken individual. Yo, shouts out to Herman. He was a, he is a real one. I've never heard of this Morgan Smith book. You You know what it is? Morgan Smith book? Not Morgan Smith book, but the one he's referring to. The one that Morgan's in. You heard yeah. of it? No. And uh, we'll have to do... We'll have to get nosy and find out if he... Got paid. Got paid because we have no clue. Yeah. We'll but. do... Uh, we'll get to uh, the bottom of that for you. And the next question he had was, Coolest trick you witnessed at the Perception dump? Yo, straight goods. I went to Perception when it was a wooden park. Y'all know about that shit? I don't think so, man. Uh, but as far as the new concrete one goes, I can't pick one, so I'm going to hit y'all with three or maybe four. Thomas Morrison, Crooks to Manny, kickflip. Yep, shouts to Tom for that. Johnny Tang, Nolly Heel Tail 270 back in the day. Straight fire. Simon Disher, kickback nose oh, blunt. Shouts out to Dish. I was there. <laughs> man. Shouts out to Dish on that one. Can't forget Warren Gap to Feeble. I was going to say that. I wasn't there. Man, my mom made us go on like some stupid family vacation up to some like whack-ass cabin. And I got word got up to me up up at the cabin that Morgan did the Gap to Smith. I was cheesed. I missed that. What I, who did I say, Morgan? Yeah. Warren. And then um, 
Fuck, I'm yeah, the I, thought you, I thought you were going to say just my all-around performance that day was the I've never even day. seen you skate there. When I won the contest and the best trick, shouts to me, switch crook the big four hubba. Oh, that was dope. Respects <laughs> to that In shorts. Oh. Yeah, that was easy. Um, Cody Brown, a long time ago when we uh, went to do a contest there, showed up. We were kind of late. You know, Cody's on perception, just going to cruise over to registration. Tries to drop a little roll in. Clips his foot as soon as he drops off the curb into the bank, straight to the bottom. Oh. Splat. Killer codes, man. He handled it like a champ, though. But my favorite trick overall was when Aiden Johnson snaked Chris Markovich and made him go cry at the demo. So, shouts was, out to Aiden. That was savage. Damn, that's a lot of tricks. Sorry, guys. All good. I'm going to just throw one real quick. Uh, Warren Ugin, nose grind, and Nolly 5 the big four hubba. Mad thing still. All right, next up. We got an email from the good homie Dale, NFL playoff race. What's good, buds? With four weeks left in the regular season and the playoff race getting tighter every day, who are your picks to win top in each division and who do you think is going to catch those wild card spots? Well, unfortunately, we got breaking news. Carson Wentz may have tore his ACL today. It won't be breaking by the time you hear this, but hopefully he's fine. But as far as uh, leading the divisions, I'm too much of an NFL noob to even know these goddamn AFC Northeast, West, Northwest, fucking whatever the fuck's going on. The standings? You're too much of a noob to, to know the standings. Do you know who's in every division? I mean, I can't name them all, exactly. but obviously I think the Steelers will take theirs. The Patriots will take theirs. <laughs> I think the Chargers are going to come back and beat Kansas City to snag that one. Um, I'm not sure what's popping in the other one in that side. And then I'm going to go with the Eagles to win in their division. I'll take the Rams are going to take their division. Seattle's coming, but I just don't think they have what it takes. And um, the New Orleans Saints, I believe, will stick around at the top of theirs. Carolina and ATL are coming. I just don't think they're going to get there. I'm missing a division leader in the NFC. Fuck it. They're pretty close. That's the top of my dome. Not bad. Not bad. I agree um, with everything us, you said. Yeah. Give us this is what we'll do for you, Dale. Give us one team you think is gonna get a wild card spot. One random team that you think is not how is the Titans. Huh. My Titans. They uh they fucking suck. They to lost watch. today, but I think they were they're eight and five now. Yeah. I'm gonna say the Green Bay Packers, baby. Oh yeah, that's the other one. Minnesota. Fuck, how did I forget them? They're having a sixth season. But I say the Green Bay Packers are gonna slide in there. Aaron Rodgers is gonna come back, and then who knows what the hell could happen because there are some juggernauts in the NFL this year, but Carson Wentz went down. If it's Nick Foles, I'd take Aaron Rodgers. Real shit. All right, man. This is the final email for season five. Damn. There isn't exactly a question, but it is uh, sports informative, so we're going to do it, and it, he's representing the six for us. The last one's coming up from Eric Keaton. Even though Toronto FC may be the fifth most popular team in Toronto, uh, I'd say the fourth. I'd take them over the Argos. Thank you guys for beating Seattle. Congrats on the win. Hope you or your friends were there to see them win and enjoy your time off this winter. Keep killing it. Love the pod. Eric from Portland, currently in New York. P.S. I'm going to keep an eye out for that steam whistle. You, know, you should because the steam whistle is nice, man. But shout out to the Toronto FC. I watched like 20 minutes of MLS soccer this whole year and I got to see the goal that we won yesterday. Damn. It's pretty crazy. As soon as they scored, I kind of fell asleep because, I don't know, soccer really ain't my thing, but 
I searched it on the internet and I put it on at least. Yeah, that's respectable. Man, didn't we win the Grey Cup too? Yeah, we did. And we didn't even watch that. We watched halftime and then we turned yeah. it on. It was halftime and we forgot to keep watching. No, it's because we do our thing on Sunday night. So we were watching Sunday night football over the Grey Cup. But I remember when you left, I did watch the end of the game. Pretty good game. I heard they did some crazy things to come back. Yeah, so Yo, they came. T-Dot's winning the little Hey, man, you know who's next? Much. You know who's next? The Leafs. Yes, sir. And maybe the Raptors. Who knows, man? I don't if know. We can imagine that. you got the whole T dot sweep. Don't put it past us, fam. But one team that is actually on the rise are the Patty Kings. Shouts out to my men's league team. Four wins in a row. We doing it for Toronto, man. <laughs> All right, Joe. That's it for the post office. Say it. Any final words to the people? Thank you so much for every email, voice note, comment on the website, comment on the Instagram, everything. Shouts out to the people. All right, my man, one and final time. It's the skateboarding world source for sports, The Rundown, brought to you by Dono and the Ghost over here at the Bunt, my man. I don't know why I said any of that. But anyways, it was a bloody Sunday again in the NFL. Carson Wentz goes down. We don't know for sure, but it looks to be, they're saying it could be a torn ACL, which would be just about as bad as it gets. The amount of guys we've lost in the NFL to injury is absolutely scary. And I mean, it's just a hell of a rough sport, man. You can't change it. It's going to happen, but you just wish better for these uh, superstar players. With no Carson Wentz and Nick Foles as their starting quarterback, how much faith you putting in the Eagles? Not much, man. Wentz is dynamic. Fucking super bummed. Deshaun Watson was a huge hit as well sucks these young stars are fucking going down and they were so promising and the eagles are still gonna make the playoffs and it just sucks making the playoffs and not having real hope it's like oakland. You get there oakland did it last year yeah that's suck yeah car the leg injury well while we're on car can we just talk about oakland for a second you own crabtree you're a big fan of uh michael crabtree i really thought Derek carr was the absolute real deal and then this year man i don't know honestly bro. yo he hasn't looked mobile at all and I think the man literally broke his back, took one week off, and came back. He hasn't had a good game. Yeah, season-ending really broken leg or ankle last year too. Yeah, I'm not giving up on Carr forever. Maybe he can, you know, get back to that like MVP conversation type play he was in last year. But yeah, he hasn't looked like himself. Offensive line hasn't been as good as last year. Marshawn's picked up the slack lately, but. The Raiders overall are looking dusty as fuck, and their defense is garbage. Garbage. So, what are the odds he gets the comeback player of the year next year? Derek Carr? Yeah, what do you think? Very high. Very high. Well, I mean, if you don't count if you don't count guys like Deshaun Watson and stuff who got injured, but like you just mean like resurgence? Like resurgence. Yeah, resurgence. Yo, Kirk Cousins too, man. Fuck. Kirk Cousins is scared of guys like Philip Rivers, man. <laughs> He ain't scared. His whole fucking team's on IR. Very true. And they thought they were getting a, the real deal in Terrell Pryor Sr. Guy's been absolutely invisible. Okay, Donald, before we switch to NBA, I just want one more Super Bowl prediction because we're going to not be talking to the people for a little while. That's true. And lately, this season in particular, we ain't been putting enough shit on wax, I feel. That's true. So it's Super Bowl prediction time. I'm going to go with the New Orleans Saints versus 
<laughs> Who am I kidding? The New England Patriots. I would have went with the Eagles, but Carson Wentz things up in the air. We don't know. Looks like a torn ACL. I'm going Saints and Patriots. And the Patriots going to go back to back. It's in Minnesota. They're going to throw a huge party for Tom Brady, the GOAT. I just can't wait, man. I'm going to watch it over at the Dishers place, and y'all going to be cheesed again. All right, so you got the Pats beating the Saints. The Saints. I, I want to say Pittsburgh. Can they play the Rams? In the Super Bowl? Yeah, absolutely. And okay, that's that's the Packers my... could too. Oh shit. Packers could play the Rams. I'm gonna just say Pittsburgh wins it all. Fuck it. If Le- if Le'Veon's healthy, if Le'Veon's fucked, then the Rams win it all. Alright, now that the on wax material is done, let's slide over to the NBA where it is just heating up. But unfortunately, man, just like the NFL, stars are dropping left, right, and center. My main man, Paul George, has a serious calf contusion. <laughs> Forced me to a 4-4 tie in the league this week. But Steph Curry with a brutal ankle roll. The man was on crutches. We know he has ankle problems before. This is nothing but bad news. Yeah, they're 2-0 without him. It's the regular season. They got KD. They don't necessarily need him. KD's put up like 35 and 36 or something in two games without him. Klay Thompson's out there splashing it up. Oh, it is a little extra concerning just because it's Curry's ankle. He's had two surgeries on that one already. So uh, get well soon, brother. Yeah, he needs to get like the most. He needs a Rob Gronkowski bionic arm ankle styles. Yeah. Um, speaking of the Warriors, KD been feeling extra nice these days, thinking he's a chippy man, trying to buck up with uh, Boogie Cousins. I personally love seeing this because I, th- I was just hoping boogie cousins would lay a hand on him but that man's gotta keep a clean rap sheet around the league these days because he got we want to keep him around right yo katie's a beast yo recently oh. traded for him in our fantasy league so you know i don't want to see him getting no fights with demarcus and and get suspended and get his ass beat because demarcus would eat his ass up big time <clears throat> that was funny though katie's like thinks he's a fucking what's wrong with him these days, these days. He's got a he's got the biggest chip on his shoulder. Yeah, bro, we all saw you spit out the Bud Light like you ain't bad. You can't you couldn't even drink the beer on the championship night, bro. You're spitting up Bud Light. You ain't bad. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh man. Um Victor Oladipo, the man putting on a show, came out of nowhere. I I'm pretty sure he's averaging like better numbers than Paul George did last year for the Pacers. Mm-hmm. Everyone thought that was the biggest lopsided trade of all time but yo fun fact love it the oklahoma city thunder are 12 and 13 and currently in ninth place the indiana pacers are 16 and 11 currently in fifth place in the east oladipo is on a fucking mission he just dropped 47 points today career high he's unstoppable he hit a game winner against the Cavs two nights ago this man's on a mission <clears throat> they're on a four-game win streak, and I don't think it's a fluke anymore, man. Yeah, they're in the Eastern Conference, so anything is possible. OKC is playing some tough competition out there in the West, so I ain't going to discount what they're doing. Uh, they got three big personalities trying to work it out like we've been talking about. But, hey, man, I ain't hating on the Pacers. They doing their thing, man. And personally, I love their logo, bro. That's some real shit. The Pacers logo is very blessed. Donald, don't look now, but the Spurs are 19 and 8 without Kawhi Leonard 
in the insanely tough Western Conference. What the fuck is really good? How are they doing this? That's systems, baby. When you have a system that continually wins and people will buy in, it's like what the New England Patriots got going on. You're not going to San Antonio to think you're going to be some big superstar and have this big personality because that just ain't going to fly, man. You go to San Antonio to get in line and do your job. And shouts out to Pop, man. He's all-time great. And this is probably why they're not pushing to get Kawhi back. They don't need it. The system wins those games. Shouts out to Rudy Gay, man, coming back from an Achilles tear, having quite the season himself. They got the pieces. And like you said, Ginobili's back, banging game winners. It's it's the same old, man. It's the same old San Antonio Spurs. Dagger three from old man Ginobili. I think he's 39, turning 40 real soon. Uh, Still hitting game winners, doing the damn thing. Kawhi targeting a return on Tuesday. Look out for the Spurs, man. Trucking along, doing their thing. Another little bit of NBA news. Jalil Okafor has been freed. The shackles are off. The man is leaving Philadelphia out of the shadows of Joel Embiid and getting a fresh start in Brooklyn, New York. Man, him and Dinwiddie, they could be they could be the next big two, bro. <laughs> the only reason... You're talking about Spencer Dimwitty is because he's saving your keeping your season alive coming off the waiver wire, but I respect it. Nice pickup while D'Angelo's out. Man, he is a linchpin, if this makes any sense, of that roster. Big minutes, balls in his hand, got into some bad foul trouble the other day, but man, shouts out to Spencer. He's having quite a season. D'Angelo, take your time, bro. Make sure you're healed up. You and Jawil gonna be nice moving forward. I hope so, because I picked them up in both my fantasy basketball leagues. I'm expecting big things, Deggy. But in terms of real life, I'm happy for him. Hell yeah. You know, number three overall pick, literally collecting dust on the bench. And fucking so weird. Had no love for him over there. No. But uh, happy to see him freed. Perfect situation. Trevor Booker was in the trade, so that opens up the center minutes completely. If Ja can play some defense... He could eat, man. It could be fun. There's no expectations in New Jersey this year. So, uh, and by New Jersey, I mean Brooklyn. So I'm happy. We're happy for him, man. We like to see do your guys thing. with big time potential. Sometimes they need a fresh start, and he, he got his. His rookie year was his best season. That's always sad. Yeah, that's, that's not good. So, hopefully, he can change that up. But, man, hey, straight up. Next time y'all going to hear from us, it's going to be a fresh start in season six, bro. That's some real shit. It's a wrap. Fuck, man. How do we do this, man? Another one in the books. Thanks for being the best co-host in all the podcasts in the world, my man. Real shit. Banging on them. We're going to have a wonderful fucking Christmas and New Year's together. Turned up with the squad. Can't wait. Catch us in Buffalo next weekend. We're going to watch the Bills play the the Dolphins. The Bunt is going to its first NFL game ever in celebration. Man. And if you're in Toronto next Friday, we throw in a party over at City Pool. Make sure to be there December 15th. City Pool, Dundas, and Dover Court. West End local these days. I know the streets. <laughs> man, we going to be there, so we hope to see you all there. And big thanks to all our sponsors, man. Real shit. Time Bomb, Grand Trading, Vans, Steam Whistle, Brixton, Big Shouts, Merry Christmas, 
Happy New Year. We'll catch y'all in the new year. You diggy? Oh, one more, one more thing, because we're going to miss New Year's. Let's go on wax New Year's resolution. Hit us with it, man. This is how we go end the season. Same one as last year, getting in shape. I joined the gym, which I forgot to tell y'all. I'm starting to get real cut. So my resolution is <laughs> still to dunk a basketball and be in shape. Hell yeah. Mine is going to be on the skateboard side. I'm done with Switch 180 manuals. They are out. It's over. Me and Nate Oliver talked about it. They don't feel good enough to do them anymore at this age. So <laughs> it's a wrap on those. And as far as a lifestyle thing, I need to work on mine from last year as well, man. The cell phone and driving, it's a, it's a problem. That's a good one. Respect. Uh, let's get it. Happy holidays, y'all. Peace. Talk to you in 2018. Man, drop that shit for these fuck niggas. Listen out.